Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back, as always, to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, and delighted you've been able to tune in with us yet again for another show. Now, before we do get into the top four stories doing the rounds here in Thailand, don't forget, as always, to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next show or podcast is available on the platform. Now, if you like listening to us on a podcast player, There's a link down below in the description, which will take you to a website where a vast array of podcast players can be found hosting the show. And finally, if you want to support the show, if you like the show, there's a couple of ways you can do it. First way is to simply become a YouTube channel member. Details and link down below in the description. And the other way is to buy me a coffee on buymeacoffee.com. Also link down below in the description. So let's jump into the first story of the day, and it's always nice to start with a bit of positive energy and a positive news story. Indie Jumbo arrives in Lampang. The elephant has become famous after her mahout posted a video of her relaxing on a beach, looking at the sea and sky. The clip went viral, and Thai netizens named her Indie Jumbo as she loves nature and does whatever she wants. In the clip, her mahout fails to convince her to go home, as she insists on sitting on the beach. Her mahout is heard repeating, please come home now, I'm so tired of telling you. Dummy, as her mahout calls her, loves to make a series of high pitch sounds, which led some to call her the nagging elephant as well. The clip got the media's attention and reports said that her owner bought her from her previous owner in Phuket. The owner was forced to sell her because his business was losing money. Her new owner also runs a tourism-related business. This detail worried animal lovers who were concerned that she may not she may be abused to serve the business and may not enjoy her life as before. Upon learning of her plight, Pra Krua Sankrarak Virawat of Jedi Luang Temple in Chiang Mai province led a campaign to buy Dummy. The new owner agreed to sell her for 2.1 million baht. Kanchana Silaparasha, known for her charity work for animals, donated 1 million baht to the campaign. When donations received a reach 2.1 million, Dummy's journey from Songkla to Lampang began. Many people from Songkla showed up on February 6th to bid farewell to the elephant. She has now been renamed Senru and will be quarantined before joining her herd at the Lampang. Thai Elephant Center. And you know, it's a little bit of nice good news. And actually, we can have a quick look at it because it's quite an interesting video as you see her here. And it's quite interesting the way she's sitting there and seems to be just enjoying life and enjoying her view over uh, the, the ocean or the water there. And uh, actually, it was one video I saw today and I just thought it was a nice story and something definitely we could bring to the Thai expat daily community but nevertheless we'll move on to the next story and not an uplifting story unfortunately driver killed and 13 danish tourists injured as their van plunges into a ravine 13 danish nationals were injured late on thursday night when their van plunged into a roadside ravine in Mehong son province in northern thailand the 50 year old thai driver of the vehicle identified police as a barnami Panchaya was seriously injured in the accident and later died in hospital. Three of the tourists suffered severe injuries, according to police. All all of the 13 passengers of the van, 10 women and 3 men, are Danish nationals aged between 19 and 24, according to their passports. Now, rescue workers rushed 
the injured to, to nearby hospitals. Four of the injured were treated and discharged, with nine others still being hospitalized on Friday. Five of them are at Pai Hospital and four others at Chiang Mai Ram Hospital. Police said the tourists came from Chiang Mai to join a full moon party in Mei Hong San's Pai district, which has become a popular destination among young visitors to Thailand. Their vehicle fell off the road into the ravine at a mountainous section of Highway 1095, which is a notorious for its numerous curves. And if people don't know this part of Thailand, yes, when you kind of go from Chiang Mai up to Mei, Mei Hong San, you will find that the road is pretty brutal. And yes, you can understand, even looking at a map, you could understand how an accident like this would happen. Of course, you would think that the driver, and God help him, rest in peace, would know the road as well, that he would be driving on and be fairly familiar with it. But unfortunately, even uh, even a uh, experienced driver in this area can still find a treacherous. So, I mean, it's a bit of a warning to people who like to drive up that way and don't know the area. But we'll move on to the next story. And, uh, you know, again, rest in peace to the driver who's passed away. So a tourist who opened airplane door is in Chiang Mai custody. Now, this is a story that happened a couple of days ago and absolutely crazy. Police have detained a foreign tourist for unlocking an airplane door, disrupting 13 flights in Chiang Mai airport. The results of the test revealed no drugs and no evidence of mental disorder. On February 8th, officials from Chiang Mai province uh, police station discussed the findings of an inquiry into a foreign visitor who caused a disturbance at a Chiang Mai International Airport on February 7 at about uh, 9 p.m. Mr. Wang, a 40-year-old Chinese-Canadian computer engineer, opened the emergency door of Thai Airways air- aircraft TG-121 from Chiang Mai to Suanapum Airport at the moment the jet was about to take off, making the evacuation slide unfold. The airplane was unable to fly and became stuck in the middle of the runway, disrupting other jets. There were 13 flights involved, with a total of 2,296 passengers affected at Chiang Mai Airport. Now, according to the investigation, Wang arrived in Bangkok on February 3rd and then went to Chiang Mai and was set to travel to Bangkok from Chiang Mai to Suanapum on the night of February 7th. Wang claimed that he was afraid of the underground movement from Vietnam, which would destroy the plane. Therefore, he wanted to escape from the plane. Officials found some medicine with him, but the physical examination results that came out that evening on February 8 did not find any drugs. Police Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Natawat Noi Son, Deputy Superintendent of the um, Puping Police Station, said the law enforcement filed two serious charges. Now, one act in whatever manner maintaining the aircraft in a way that may endanger individuals and the second one was a person on board the aircraft during flight violates or fails to follow the directions of the aircraft commander or crew by opening the aircraft emergency door without an appropriate reason. Now, according to police colonel Natawat, officials continue to detain Wong and new charges under the Aircraft Act may be filed. So, I don't know. I, I the way I see this, I think there must be some mental uh, something wrong with this gentleman because I mean he's talking about Vietnam and all kinds of stuff. I mean it just doesn't make sense. Maybe he had a mental breakdown. Maybe just fear came over him for, for whatever reason. But of course we all know that 
what he's done now will land them in a lot of trouble because any anything on airplanes these days is taken very very seriously in pretty much every country around the world so i think he's going to be in a spot of bother for quite a while and uh, hopefully there's nothing too wrong with him you know you have to think about his mental side and his mental well-being as well um, if he's okay and i hope he does get the help that he definitely should be getting and get treated for it correctly but we'll move on to the uh, well, the final story which uh, by the way if you've noticed today's theme it seems to be all about foreigners uh, either having accidents or behaving badly and this seems to be the current trend in thailand at the moment unfortunately um, if you just pick up the phuket news uh, and look at that website any day of the week there are three to four stories a day now of foreigners getting arrested behaving badly being inappropriate and uh, yeah but this is what happens when you open up your doors to the world and you have no real sustainable plan for tourism for your uh, province or country but nevertheless we'll move on to this story british man caught exchanging bogus euros in phuket and another one flees police in phuket have arrested a british man who was exchanging counterfeit euros at a bureau de change in various places in the province including the districts of katu talang muang and saku however his accomplice has already fled the country on February 6th, Ms. Janjira Laolang, 50, reported to Saku Police Station that she had been scammed by a foreigner who exchanged 1,000 euros, that's five 200 euro bills, for 37,850 baht. She later discovered that the bills were all counterfeit. At 3.15 p.m. on February 7th, police detained 33-year-old British citizen Tobias Drew and confiscated 89 counterfeit 200-euro bills worth approximately 682,585 baht, 272 20-pound bills, 54 10-pound bills, and 198 1,000-baht uh, bills, one 500-baht bill and five 100-baht bills. Mr. Tobias confessed that he entered Thailand December 2nd, 2023 and entered and extended his stay until January 31, 2024. On February 1st, he met Mr. Ozias da Silva, 46, also a British national, and they stayed together at the MBC Condotel in Maikau, sub-district of Talang. Mr. Tobias said that he transferred Mr. Ozias 34,900 US dollars at the approximately 1.24 million baht in cryptocurrency on February 5th and received about 200 200 euro bills worth about 674,800 baht in return. He used some of the money to exchange it for Thai baht miss, uh, with Miss Janjira. Now police investigations revealed that Mr. Tobias exchanged 1,000 euros at a bureau de change in Kamala on February 7th at about 3 p.m. and at another bureau de change in Katu at a four, four, about 4 p.m. Mr. Ozius exchanged 3,000 euros, that's approximately 111,000 baht, at three different other boots in Talang. After the incident, Mr. Ozius de Silva fled the country at 8.50 p.m. on February 7th. Police are gathering evidence to track him down and prosecute him. Mr. Tobias was charged with using counterfeit money, on, money under Section 240 and forgery under Section 241 of the Thai Penal Code, which carries a penalty of 1 to 15 years in prison and a fine of 20 to 300,000 baht. Mr. Tobias has denied the charges. So, Mr. Tobias, you've been caught red-handed, and I suppose the best thing to do is deny the charges straight away, especially when you're facing a jail term of somewhere between 1 and 15 years. Um, again, 
more foreigners behaving badly also with the 200 euro note it does become a bit suspicious because there's quite a high denomination of a note to be using so people would be obviously i think checking these a lot more but obviously the woman who checked it initially uh, certainly was scanned especially if you're presented a lot of them that to me would set off alarm bells in my head anyway I, i'd be thinking there's something funny about this but uh, it was only seen to be funny after he got the cash and left but again um more foreigners behaving badly in Phuket and other parts of Thailand. But yeah, that's just the way it is. And something we are going to do more often this show, and it's tonight's monologue. In a world often marred by division, conflict and disparity, the virtues of compassion and empathy shine as beacons of hope, guiding us towards a more humane society. Now, more than ever, it is imperative that we not only recognize the significance of these qualities, but actively cultivate them in our interactions with others. As human beings, we are inherently interconnected, bound by the shared experience of life on this planet. Yet it is all too easy to overlook the fundamental truth in the hustle and bustle of our daily lives. We become absorbed in our own concerns, oblivious to the struggles and suffering of those around us. However, it is precisely in these moments of hardship and adversity that our capacity for compassion and empathy is put to the test. Compassion is the ability to recognize and empathize with the suffering of others, coupled with a desire to alleviate that suffering. It is about extending a helping hand to those in need, regardless of their background or circumstances. Empathy, on the other hand, involves putting ourselves in someone else's shoes, striving to understand their feelings and perspectives with an open heart and mind. In a society that often prioritizes individualism and self-interest, the practice of compassion and empathy can seem like a radical notion. Yet, it is these very qualities that hold the power to bridge the divide that separate us, fostering greater understanding, unity and solidarity. When we cultivate compassion and empathy, we not only enrich the lives of those around us, but we also enhance our own senses of fulfillment and purpose. It is true acts of kindness and understanding that we tap into the true essence of our humanity, forging meaningful connections and fostering a sense of belonging. Moreover, the benefits of compassion and empathy extend far beyond individual interactions. They have the power to transform entire communities and societies, paving the way for a more just, equitable and compassionate world. In a time marked by unprecedented challenges, from global pandemics to social and political unrest, it is easy to feel overwhelmed and powerless. However, it is precisely in these moments of uncertainty and adversity that the virtues of compassion and empathy are needed most. Now is the time to come together as a global community to extend a hand of compassion to those who are struggling and to listen with empathy to those whose voices have been marginalized or silenced. It is true acts of compassion and empathy that we can build a brighter, more inclusive future for generations to come. In the words of Muhammad Gandhi, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Let us heed these words and strive to embody the principles of compassion and empathy in all that we do. For it is only through love, understanding and solidarity that we can truly fulfill our potential as human beings and create a world that is truly worth living. 
But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.